It's Divas That Care Radio, stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I would first like to thank each one of our listeners that have tuned in live and the ones that will be listening to the podcast. I am so very grateful for each one of you. And I would also like to take a moment to say a great big thank you to Candace Gish, who is the founder of Divas That Care. She told my guest and I today that we are doing the 900th show for Divas That Care. Oh my goodness. And it's all thank you to Candace Gish. So just wanted to say that in a quick little note to thank her. And on with our show today, I am just overly excited again, as I have with me my returning monthly diva, Beth Lauren Parrish. And she is so knowledgeable on horses, and her and I are going to chat about today about Activate Your Horse Time. Oh my, are you all in for a very, very special time today. Beth, could you please take a moment and introduce yourself? Thank you so much, Joyce, and again, congratulations to Candice, and I'm so grateful to be on the show with you guys. Uh, so my name is Beth Lauren Parrish. My business is Inspired Riding. I'm a certified riding instructor. I'm a remote coach, so I teach people remotely all around the world, and I'm a rapid transformational therapy practitioner, which is a unique form of hypnotherapy. I absolutely love helping equestrians learn how to trust their intuition and listen to their horses deeply so they can have the best co-creative dances possible on the ground or while they're riding. Oh, I always love, I love it. I love it to have that co-creative dance on the ground or while they're riding. Either way, you can have that co-creative dance with your horse. I just love that. And you're fired riding. What better way to say how to activate your horse time because you're, you're, Website and everything that you're doing says it all in inspired writing and how you love to help equestrians. Oh, I love it, Beth. Well, Beth, how would you like to start today to share with our listeners how they can best activate time with their horse? Well, it always comes back to how you're feeling first before you even connect with your horse. So you want to you want to think how do I want to activate something within myself so I can bring it forth in my time with my horse. So I like to think of the mind-body-spirit connection. So I like to go through my thoughts and make sure that I am bringing forth the thoughts I really want to focus on. And if there's any repeating negative thoughts that are not serving me, I go through them and I flip them. So that's the first part for your mind. The second part is for your body. You want to make sure that you're able to activate the muscles necessary to work with your horse, whether you're just hanging out with them, you know, picking up their hooves, or if you're doing some complex dressage movement. So you want to make sure that you are treating yourself like an athlete and taking care of your body. So I always highly recommend cross-training with yoga or Pilates. Um, 
And then one of my favorite things, which I will give a warning for, is uh, foam rolling. So if you, if you roll out your muscles to help relax them, it does really hurt in the beginning if you've never done it before. So that's my warning. So be careful. Um, but it's get in the habit of foam rolling and really loosening up your muscles, especially your inner thighs you're going to find a whole new level of riding because your horse will feel like you're able to relax those muscles and it won't feel like they're holding on so much and creating like a handbrake effect holding your horse back. So if you're able to really relax those muscles, they can activate better. So that's that, those are the key things with your mind and your body. And then, of course, with your spirit, you want to make sure that your heart's in the right space. Uh, if there's anything to help you, feel better before you go connect with your horse, whether it's just sitting quietly and putting a hand on your heart and asking yourself, your heart, what you need in that moment to feel better. Um, you might just want to have a journal nearby and just write down things that you need to get out or even just write a little bit of an appreciation note to yourself and to your horse. Or it could be just listening to a little guided meditation like the ones I have, things like that, whatever, whatever really lights you up. So you want to just make sure you're in a good space mentally, physically, spiritually, before you go hang out with your horse. Um, how does that sound so far? Oh, that sounds awesome. That just sounds awesome. I love how you started it with the mind to flip those negative thoughts away. Because what you should be thinking is the positive thoughts, What's to me, what a good ride it's going to be. Get rid of them negative thoughts. And I've often heard when you have a negative thought come in your mind, Replace it with something you're grateful for and how it will flip it immediately. So rather than thinking a negative thought like, oh, what's this ride going to be like? What if my horse does this? Rather say, I'm so thankful I have my horse to go be with. So those are thoughts that came into my mind when you talked about flip negative thoughts. And I love that. I love how you started that. That was just perfect. Well, thank you. And yeah, I really... Go ahead. No, that's that's great because you are so welcome because to me that is so important not to go out there filled with negative thoughts of what could go wrong because manifest to me what you're going, what this ride is going to be like and what a fun time you're going to be able to spend with your horse and how grateful you are that you have that horse to spend the time with. So those are some things that came to mind on the mind part. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. And yeah, I really, really am very clear with people if they're either scared or just in a funk, just, yeah, focus on what you appreciate. And it's mm -hmm. so important to just remind yourself, hey, I'm alive right now. I have a body that can connect with my horse. Like, just break it down to the most basic level, and then you, mm -hmm. and then you can always do an appreciation avalanche from there. Oh, yes. I so agree. Well, and then when you talked about in the body making sure, treat yourself like an athlete. You might want to explain, you said it might hurt in the beginning, but what exactly are you referring to when you say foam rolling your muscles? Our listeners, oh. some of them might say, what What does that mean? <laughs> I mean? It literally looks like a really large rolling pin. Um, there's many different mm -hmm. kinds out there, but if you just Google foam rollers, 
um, you're going to see it's it's something that you can actually like lay on and, and move your body back and forth and roll out the tightness that's in your muscles. So it's like you're giving yourself your own massage with this big rolling pin type thing. <laughs> and there's lots of different kinds. And there's even um, large balls that you can lay on. Um, like I have a fit ball that I use, and it helps me mm -hmm. with uh, especially the glute muscles. Like I'll, I'll lay on that and then work on the glute muscles, and it really helps. Uh, but, yeah, it's amazing. You can get to, like, all the little spots that you know you need. You know, um, if you had a massage therapist, you'd have to keep telling them, no, a little left, a little right, you know. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> bone rolling, you can get right to the spot. And then I really recommend when you're doing it, breathe and send yourself love. Mm -hmm. And as you breathe out, imagine the tension floating away. Like, imagine it softening. So your thoughts can really help with that. Big time. So I just wanted to mention that as well. It's like a little added um, fairy dust <laughs> in your phone rolling. Is adding the breath and breathing is going to help so much with with everything. The conscious breathing and that's my little note next to me is pause, breathe, and smile, and then K B C. Keep breathing consciously because anytime I feel like I get tense or I'm having negative thoughts, that's when I stop breathing. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I should come back to it. <laughs> and the horse fish that immediately. They're they're so good at that. But mm -hmm. um uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now focus on once you feel really good and you're ready and your thoughts are good and your body feels good and your spirit's happy and you're ready to go play with your horse, then you want to think what do you want to invite your horse to activate? And many times you can simply just place your hand on your heart and close your eyes and imagine your horse telling you this is what I'd like to do and see what comes up and, and be open to the possibilities. So even if you don't believe in animal communication in that sense, you can you can still get a sense of an idea of what comes up. Um, and then you can always just assess when you're right there with them. If your horse looks really relaxed and really chill, but you have the idea of maybe running a barrel pattern, <laughs> you're going to have to energize them in some way, right? So you want to activate the energy. Um, so the three three things I like to think about is is activating curiosity, activating relaxation, and activating energy. Um, so relaxation is always key. You want that in the beginning and end because you want to make sure your horse is really connected to you and happy and not tense about what you're asking. So mm -hmm. I always like to encourage them to stretch their heads down, lick and chew, and if, if you're into giving treats, I like to give little um, – hay pellets so there's no sugar involved and then when they swallow it brings them back to the parasympathetic and gets them to chill out more which is awesome so you can play with different ways of inviting them to stretch down and lick and chew um, one of the things I do I literally just have cones out and I point at them and I have Pepper touch it with his nose so that's his his little signal to stretch down and then I use the word stretch so then he starts to equate that with, oh, my head goes down, I touch that, and then I get a treat. So <laughs> now when I'm riding him, all I have to do is do a tiny little squeeze of my fing inside fingers and say stretch, and he's right there with me. Um, so you can, of course, do that with a halter. You can also do it with the bridle and just very gently lifting up on the rein on one side until they stretch down into the bridle that way, and then they, they'll start to equate that with 
a feeling of stretching down and relaxing and opening up their back muscles that way. So it's really it's really fun to do that. So that's what I call the relaxation button. So you can activate the <laughs> relaxation. So it's kind of it sounds funny because you <laughs> activate usually sounds like you want to energize, but you do want to make sure you have that relaxation button installed. Um, and then mm-hmm. for curiosity, I like to think of um, showing them things that they haven't seen before or maybe hand-walking them on part of a trail you haven't been on in a while. Maybe even placing, like, random pieces of clothing or a piece of equipment or, or some kind of different colored cones to see if you can encourage them in a gentle way to explore but not pressure them. So I, I like to think of allowing them to look at something, and then if they need to back up, just go with them and say, oh, yeah, it's no big deal. And then if you're showing them something like, say, you have something in your hand and they're not sure about it, you could show it to them and then just hide it behind your back. And then that sparks the curiosity. They're like, wait, what was that? (laughs) And it's really kind of fun to play with. Um, And then it takes the pressure away. You're not, like, putting it on them and making them hold on to it and, like, freaking them out, Mm if that makes sense. So Yes. yeah, and then the last the last one is activating their energy. And for me, I love to either in hand or while riding do lots of quick transitions. So if I'm walking them in hand, I'll do like walk, halt, ask them to back up, and then start a little jog and see if they'll start trotting straight away from the halt. And that kind of wakes them up. They're like, ooh, things are happening, you know. Um, and then you do that, of course, under saddle. You can play around with all different transitions really quickly. And just be aware that that might get them a little too hot, so just be careful. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, really, it really does help get the horse moving and, and um, energized. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. So oh. it's cool to, like, play around with and see what they're ready for. And um, and then another thing, the last part of, is really just thinking about energizing and activating your connection to them. One way I do that is playing around with the equestrian Tai Chi that I learned I'm certified in level one as an instructor. So what you do is you just feel your energy first and you clear it up and clean it up. And as soon as you start to do that, your horse can feel how you're you're getting really tuned into your energy field and they, they get really curious about that too and they want to come check it out. So I call that like activating your magnets and <laughs> help you connect with them. It's hard to explain just on, over um, podcasts, but you basically uh-huh. rub your hands together really fast, and then you open and close them back and forth, and that's get, getting you to feel your chi, your energy. And you can do that in, um, in just a real basic way, opening and closing, like you're just playing with water back and forth between your hands. And then you just want to make sure you do what's called sealing the chi, where it's almost like you're uh, charging a battery in your lower belly, just under your belly button. You place one palm on top of the other, and you just you just hang out there after you've kind of woken up your energy. You want to let it, you know, settle down in there, and that helps you, like, feel like you're creating energy that you can have for later in the day, which is really fun. Oh, wow. I love that. That was a lot of information that <laughs> quickly. <laughs> Do you have any questions about that? Well, they're just little tidbits that can help you enjoy your ride so much better like you said connecting energizing and connecting that energy with your horse and i loved the relaxation getting not only getting yourself to relax but helping your horse to relax too 
And basically, you're relaxing together because when you're relaxed, they're relaxed. And they feel it. They totally feel it. And I love the curiosity because we each have curiosity and so do they. And building that together, it's just building a bigger relationship between the two of you. And then coming together with the energy. Oh, I love it. And and when you started about the PBS, I have that up in my office, pause, breathe, smile. Now I'm going to add the KBS for keep breathing consciously. I love that because how many times when if things get a little panicky, you, you notice, I quit breathing. Or you're holding your breath almost, and it's like, if you just keep breathing, things will just kind of mellow out. <laughs> so I love that, KBC, keep breathing consciously. That's a good one, yeah. too. <laughs> and, um, and I was, oh, sorry. Rosie, it's almost like she has some Sorry. <laughs> oh, she's activating her, her watchdog mode. So, hold on one second. <laughs> oh, that's great. She wants to be on the show, too, Beth. She wants everybody to know that she's there. She Are says, you? look, I'm act- I'm activating my energy. <laughs> it's life with animals. There you go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yes. So, just coming back to the breath is so important. Yes, so I yes. actually had a workshop where I went through all of this with my clients on Saturday evening, and we went in depth Ooh. with it, of course. I <laughs> had some really fun slides <laughs> I was showing everyone. Um, but one of the parts that I didn't mention, and I thought I would just share it here because it was just a really cool inspired insight that just showed up, and I just thought, oh, I should share this. It's really fun. So <laughs> we're coming back to you getting our minds going and thinking and what what really makes our minds happy. Um, so a lot of times people either really enjoy puzzles and they like that feeling of, you know, getting each piece in order and mm-hmm. getting closer to the finished product, right? And then other people just like to chill out and listen to music and not have to think. <laughs> so there's And then there's always in between and there's a balance and it just depends on your mood, right? So just think about coming back to a beginner's mind and also it brings you back to your appreciation, like appreciating how far you've come. So the idea that came streaming in was, what if one day a very friendly alien showed up in your backyard and really wanted to learn to ride correctly and nicely (laughs) and you were assigned as the instructor? And you had to think of the first five to ten steps that you would be teaching this alien in order to ride a horse. <laughs> and and so I had a few different answers come in from, from my clients. And one of my favorite things was one of them said immediately, well, I want to make sure that they feel good in their bodies and that they're just taking a moment to appreciate this living being in front of them that, that's going to allow them to sit on them. And so mm-hmm. it got them into more of an awareness and more of appreciation mode. And then, of course, yeah. the next thing is they wanted them to bond and really connect and take their time grooming and going really slowly and then learning how to move with them in a nice way on the ground. And then one of them was like, I'm not really sure I'd let them ride on the first ride. On the first session, maybe I'd let them sit on them. And, like, they were really analyzing it. It was so beautiful to, to um 
watch this unfold and, and see their wheels turning. So mm-hmm. it was pretty mm-hmm. cool. I don't know how you would approach it. Do you have thoughts on that? What, uh, if I was going to, first of all, I'd kind of, um, I'd take, I'd find out which one of my horses was up to doing this today. I'd ask right. them, which one of you would like to be with a very inexperienced rider that would like to learn more about horses? And then when everyone came, just kind of work with the horse as my as my partner and just slowly alien, let the person come up to the horse and just let the horse kind of, I've always noticed that horses know how much to nuzzle someone or kind of what to do with someone that's not used to horses because they're they can they're so soft and there's my horses will come to who needs to put themselves in front of that person for that day and they're so gentle with that person and just kind of take it that way and just kind of take one step at a time and then when they feel comfortable being by the horse say, okay, are you ready to maybe brush or the horse and kind of show them how to do that and just take slow steps like that. And I'm very much too. The first day, probably wouldn't ride. We just kind of connect with the horse in that first session and just kind of see how how they connected and how it kind of goes from there. Watch the horse's response as well as the alien's response on how they're connecting and what, how far we need to take this. Because if the horse feels, okay, this is enough for today, they're going to probably walk away and say, this, we've, we've done enough, now let's stop. So I would be watching the horse very closely to see what their reactions are and how far we need to go on that first day. That would be my thoughts. <laughs> That so much. That's awesome. Thank you for playing. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and it just it gets your it gets your your mind really going. Um, so anytime mm-hmm. you have to think about how you want to break something down to teach it, it, it reminds you um, how to get back into the beginner's mind, and also, like I said, to appreciate how far you've come. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. And knowing that you've shifted into what does the horse really want? And <laughs> that's huge. So I love that. I love that. And you're watching their signals, what they feel up for. And that that's the biggest thing. I wish every every person would be able to do that. I know it's not always feasible, especially in lesson programs. But it's really nice to think about the idea of like, does my horse really want to do this right now? And if not, can we shift gears in a in a good way that's conducive for learning, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of my dreams. Like, if I were to have another big facility with with a lesson horses, I would honestly approach it where every rider shows up. They may or may not ride that day, and they have to be cool with that and realize that the horse that they've been assigned might want them to ride or might not. And then, if not, then we just do things on the ground with them. So I think that's mm-hmm. really critical in that shift to teach people that, that that's really okay and that's important. And I also want to get one of those Ride Master Pros so if they do need to practice physically being on a horse, they can be on the mechanical horse and play with that. <laughs> I, I agree. That, that would be great. <laughs> it's invaluable, especially, I mean, if, 
um, just for learning and then also for therapy and for, of course, if someone's been through trauma and they want to get back riding without having to worry about mm-hmm. coming off. I think that's a really right. cool way to add it, too. Oh, my big dreams are <laughs> coming in. I'm activating my big dreams, too. <laughs> well, I love it because you're manifesting that. You're thinking about that. And in the future, that's where it's going to go. So, yes, I love that. You're, you're, you Dream big. I always say dream big and think about what you would really like to be doing, where your passion's at, and just follow that because it's, uh, the sky's the limit. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, oh, I just love that. And, and just letting the horse know too that they, they have, they have a voice in all of what's happening too. And listen and watch what your horse is doing. I mean, like you said, even if you're not that, if you feel like, oh, I don't, I don't know about this animal communication, just watch them. They're going to give you the signs. I mean, they're licking and chewing. They're maybe stepping away. Just just different signs that they give you. Even their tail, the way they're moving their tail sometimes will tell you if this is a good situation or if they're getting a little nervous or tense. There's so many signs that they give you and their eyes. To me, they talk so through their eyes on what's happening. So just just be in tune with what is happening what your horse is telling you by the signs that they're giving you, I feel is another way to really, really know what's happening and going on with things. Absolutely. Oh, and then I just remember the last part I forgot to mention is activating the fun button. <laughs> so, Definitely. <laughs> that's, that's the key. I mean, I do it all the time with Pepper, but um, I find mm-hmm. getting playful with them, running around with them, and then, of course, uh, introducing music if you can, if, if they're into it. I love to, like, create a playlist that I think they might like, and then I'll start playing music with my little speaker that clips onto my shirt. And then if they if they don't seem to be into it, I just skip to the next song. But some of the, some of the, music, some of the songs, I can feel the energy from the horse, like, really getting excited, like, oh, this is, this is my jam. Let's go, you know. <laughs> it's oh, really fun. It. Um, but they also oh, that's awesome. Respond. It is so fun. But they respond to when we're really energized by a song as well. So they'll mm-hmm. feel the sound vibration, of course, and, and they'll dig it. But then they'll also notice how our energy has shifted when we're hearing a song we really love. And and then it mm-hmm. kind of matches up. Like sometimes I'll just start singing songs that I love and Pepper really, like, picks up. He's like, ooh, this is fun. Yeah, let's do it. So I really like to encourage people to, to introduce more music into their rides if possible. And if they're not that into it, you can always shift back to, like, really quiet meditation music or classical music, things like that. Um, but it's just fun to experiment. That's that's my yeah. thing. I just love being able to do different things so it's not the same old stuff all the time. Oh, I love that. Hitting the fun button. I love it. Well, Beth, this has gone so quickly again. It's just amazing how fast our chats go. Would you please tell our listeners how they may connect with you? What are the best ways for them to reach out to you when they hear this podcast and go, I need to connect with Beth Lorne Parrish? What is the best way for them to connect with you? Well, the best way is just simply go to the website, inspiredriding.com, and there's a contact Mm -hmm. page, and you can email me there. You can also find us on Facebook. It's just at Inspired Riding. And then we also have a Facebook group that's free to join. 
just facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash inspired riders. So that's that's one way to do it. Um, you can also find all of that just inspiredriding.com and look at the free re- free resources page and you'll find it there too. Mm-hmm. So that might be easier. <laughs> oh, thank you. Awesome. I really appreciate being here, Joyce. Oh, well, I love having you, Beth, and thank you so much for being on my show, and uh, you will be back again next month, and listeners, be sure and tune in because you will be in for another special treat to hear from Beth. Thank you so much, Beth, and you and your horses have an absolutely magical Monday. Thank you. May the horse be with you always. Oh, thank you so much, definitely. And I would also like to thank all of our listeners for listening to this show with our absolutely incredible diva, Beth Lauren Parrish. Please share this show with all your family and friends. And check out all the other hosts and their shows on DivasThatCare.com. Have an absolutely magical day. And remember what she said about PBS, Pause, Breathe, Smile, and KBC, Keep Breathing Consciously. Oh my, what good advice. And be kind to all animals, that great big extra hug, and share all your love with them until we connect again on Robust Lifestyle. Stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.